welcome everybody to the latest Motor Millennials podcast episode. I'm Zach Rothenberger with my co-host Anthony Lucci, as always. Welcome you in on the latest episode. We know we've been a little spotty and not as not as consistent with weekly episodes, but we're going to get back to that. Don't worry. Don't forget, it is racing season and we have cars and horsepower to make and we have races to attend and uh, a lot of other projects going on. So we appreciate you bearing with us, but there will definitely be more uh, consistent episodes coming out in the future. But looking back and not talking about the future, not back to the future, uh, previous episodes, we've had Rob Keister of the Mid-Atlantic.90 Association on on our last episode. Rob talked a lot about his uh, – he's the president of the association and some of the great things they do, some of the events they have this year. So be sure to check that out and attend those events. Prior to that, we had an episode talking about the new ownership of Maple Grove Raceway with the Koretsky family. Um, I'm a, I race the points program there, and I can tell you there's already been a lot of great improvements. So definitely check that out and get to the track. And prior to that, we had our friends, the Jay brothers, uh, Jake Nar, Jed Nar, and Joe, De- Joe Dedrick join us as we talked about their No Box 660 shootout race at Maple Grove, June 10th, 11th, and 12th. That's coming up. And uh, so we'll be there. Check out that episode and um, some of our social media posts to uh, learn more about that event and make sure you attend. But this week, we're not really talking about racing. It's the middle of May. Middle of May, <clears throat> excuse me, it's the middle of May. The pollen, as you can tell by the way I'm choking up, is in the air, which spurred kind of our interest to talk about this episode, which which is washing 201. It's washing 201 because previously we had an episode called Auto Detailing 101 where we kind of gave you the whole picture of what it's like detailing your cars and some tips and tricks. And this is the start of our next auto detailing series, and we're going to start off with the car wash itself. Yeah, Zach, you, uh, I couldn't have said it better. So that, that I'm sure all of our listeners, um, pretty much all over the country, I've, I've seen posts online that no matter where you are, spring is really just hidden. It's been cold and rainy for a lot longer than it typically is. So now with the temperatures, at least where we are in Pennsylvania, starting to get into the mid seventies more consistently. A lot of, uh, a lot of your flowers or trees are coming out blooming. And that means there is pollen all over your car. Unless, you know, of course you keep your car inside a garage 24 seven or in a trailer or, um, even under a car cover. Um, but still when you bring it out, you take it on the road, and you leave it outside for more than 10 minutes, it's going to have a layer of pollen on it, on it, even if it's a nice, clear, sunny, non-windy day. So we are going to go into what it's like to properly wash your vehicle. Um, and we're going to kind of break it down right into two different ways to do that. So your basic quick wash, if you just want to get the pollen off, maybe it's a vehicle that you know, has okay paint on it. And then your advanced next level wash for a car that has pristine paint on it, a very expensive paint job. Maybe the car is brand new, whatever that might be. So we're going to go over and talk through those couple different methods. Um, so yeah, Zach, should we get right into it? Yeah. Yeah. So starting the typical basic car wash, obviously you would use a bucket for your soap and water. Uh, we're going to dive into the 
the more next level method that we would recommend. But like, like Anthony, like you said, if you're looking to just do it on your daily driver or a car, you know, that you might not have a brand new paint job on those type of things that you listed. Definitely just a standard bucket with preferably with a divider at the bottom. I know I have one of them. They actually come in handy pretty well and you can definitely see a difference. Uh, the divider, what it does, it separates the dirt, the dirt and it keeps it down in the bottom of the bucket while your clean water or mostly clean water is at the top part of the bucket for you to use when you're actually applying, uh, you know, the soapy water to your vehicle. And, uh, you know, with that, you can use, you know, you can use a sponge or you can use a microfiber uh, mitt. There's a lot of different things that you could use. Either way, I would say is is, is fine. Um, the, the microfiber is definitely probably more recommended, though. Yeah, and you and you also need a hose to do this, right? You don't want to just just uh, put uh, you know whatever that mitt is or or sponge that you're using onto the paint. You want to hose your vehicle down first, right? Get get the heavy layer of dirt off, and then and then you can you know dunk dunk your mitt into the bucket and wash your car. Um, now we we would recommend you should rinse that that mitt or sponge whatever it is out you know between so you're you're not just putting dirty water back into the same bucket. So you know use your your nozzle on the end of your hose to spray that out and wring it out before you dunk it back into your, uh, your bucket with your clean soap. Um, and then I guess pretty much once you're, you know, done washing the, your car and you hose it off, you know, with uh, clean water, then you're going to use a microfiber towel to dry it. Um, you know, if, I guess if it's a vehicle where you, Maybe it's um, a rat rod or something like that. You can use a kitchen or a bath towel to dry it. <laughs> I've done that in the past on some of my cars that I just really don't care about the paint. Um, but typically, you want to use a microfiber towel because that that's gonna you're you're gonna put the most scratches in the paint when you're drying the vehicle. Um, so you want to try to minimize that and use a microfiber towel, something that absorbs the water. Now let's have a quick motor and moment. Um, and a lot of people don't know there. I, I, I was talking to someone the other day and they were saying like, oh, microfiber towel doesn't absorb water. Yeah, but they, that's because you need to wet the towel first. So wet the towel in your sink, wring it out, and then it will absorb water. So like a microfiber towel that's dry is really not going to absorb water. You got to really get it soaked first, wring it out, and then you can go dry the rest of your vehicle. So there's your quick motor moment. I haven't had one of those in a while, Zach. No, we haven't. That's a good one. And and yeah, obviously like to your point, I don't know how I glanced over the use that you need a hose to do this, but it's important to always make sure that your vehicle has a, like a, some form of like, like, you know, say lubrication on it from the water, obviously, because the more water you have on it, the less likely you are to, to scratch anything like a dry surface, you're going to scratch. And uh, to your point about rinsing out your your sponge or your mitt, absolutely, because if not, you're just rubbing dirt particles into your paint. So it's important. I always like to keep the whole car wet the entire time. I don't care if I'm on the opposite side of what I already did. I always like to kind of go back and spray it every now, like every now and then, so that way it doesn't dry up on me and cause dry spot dry spots, especially if I'm in the sun. Um, and also for the drying process of you know trying to keep it wet as much as possible, so that way when I'm 
I am drying. I'm not rubbing just on a dry surface. So, yeah. And I, I do the same exact thing. And, um, I think Zach, a good point me and you were talking about earlier before the, the show was about trying not to wash your vehicle in direct sunlight, which is hard, right? It, it's none of us, or let's say not a lot of us have an ideal shop with a floor drain in it and uh, you know the, a really ideal dedicated wash station for mm-hmm. our cars. A lot of the time we're doing them in a driveway, underneath trees, in the sun. I mean, it's hard to, you know, and then with your daily life, it's hard to, you, you know, if the sun's going down and you can get your vehicle next to a building, you only have a short period of window, you know, when it's under shade before the sun goes down. So it's, it's a struggle, right? Like it's, you're, you're in a time crunch and you're, you need sunlight obviously to wash your vehicle, but you don't want it to be in direct sunlight. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. I mean, there's been times where it's been so sunny out and like my, my truck is just so filthy that I want to wash it regardless. And even with me trying to keep the whole, the whole vehicle wet on and off the whole time, I, uh, yeah, that's when I almost, I, once I'm done washing it, sometimes I have to do a waterless wash spray on top of it, you know, and again, spray a bunch of it. So I'm not scratching anything, but you gotta do what you gotta do in the sunlight, I guess you have to adapt. So it's, uh, cause the heat, on your vehicle along with the sun just dries it so fast sometimes. Yeah. I mean, think if we were, I mean, how our skin burns in the sun, right? If you're say you were just laying on your driveway all day long, you it would be unbearable, right? And especially in the middle of the summer. So, you know, this is why it's important to maintain the paint on your car and to get dirt off and to remove water spots, to remove bird droppings, because any of that stuff that, is going to bake into the paint is going to ultimately etch the clear coat um, and it's going to cause damage. So you, yeah, it's a struggle, but do your best to either try to get up early in the morning before the sun is fully up and and it's really hot to wash your vehicle or later in the day, um, right before the sun's going down um, and try to not be in that direct sunlight in the middle of the day. Um, But obviously you know, we're all working with what we have. Yeah. And the more that you wash your vehicle or you take care of it with spray wax or, or a wax, the easier it is to maintain it because you, you already have a protective coat on your vehicle and uh, it just stays cleaner, easier and quicker, like more often. So the more you do it, if you can wash it once a week, that would be like the ideal thing to do. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's tough to find that time and with the weather, but the yeah, if anyone has that wash, secret, let me know. I know in high school, I used to wash my Monte Carlo every week and I would wax it once a month. But when you're in high school, you don't really have any responsibilities. So that would be why. (laughs) Dude, your car was all, I I can attest to that. Zach's always had the cleanest car in the uh, high school parking lot and his wheels were always shiny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks. Those were my my glory days, I guess. (laughs) But speaking of wheels, I think something we wanted to touch on real quick um, this kind of ties in with not washing your vehicle in the sun. You want to wash your wheels and tires first. And I know a lot of times it seems backwards. Um, but the reason being is you don't want that soap to dry on your paint or you don't want water spots to dry on the paint right after you wash the car. So 
before you even wet the rest of the vehicle, it's best to do your wheels and tires. And you and we high and we'll get into this a little bit more, but even if you're doing this basic wash method we're talking about, you should definitely have a separate bucket for your wheels and tires because any of those little brake particles, all the brake dust that's coming off of your, you know, that you're removing from the wheels and tires that make your um, wheels not shiny and, and look matte and gray, brownish, that's all little metal flakes. You don't want to be rubbing that into the paint, the clear coat of your car. That is a definite, definite no-no. So do your wheels and tires first with a separate bucket. And, you know, I think I would say there's a lot less surface area on your wheels uh, to go back and like Zach said, hit it with a, with a spray wax or, or something or a waterless wash, like Zach said, instead of having to go over your entire car, all you'll have to do is go over your wheels real quick with one rag and boom, then, you know, you can go onto your tire shine, you know, after you dry the rest of the vehicle. Yeah. I almost think that, you know, as we move into kind of the more next level type of car wash uh, methods that we would recommend, I think like to your point of doing the wheels first, it's almost like you would want your wheels when you do your wheels to have a, your own separate uh, microfiber mitt for them yes. or your, or like yeah. your own separate sponge or whatever. Yep. Yeah. That's an excellent point. So, yeah. So as we move to the next level, like real OCD type of stuff here, the three bucket method, right? I know we talked earlier about the kind of a standard. If you're just doing your a basic car wash, you might want to have one bucket, but with a divider, we're going to go three bucket method here, right, Anthony? So can you kind of elaborate what the three bucket method is? I know you touched on it a little bit just now. Yeah. So, um, I would say you probably want, you want three separate buckets with, and I would say two dividers. And what you would do is in bucket one, you would have a divider and that's where you would have your, a good quality shampoo. All right. So your clean, uh, clean water with your soap. So like, um, uh, like a gentle, uh, snow, gentle, uh, snow foam or like a Meguiar's, you know, it was a good, really good, quiet quality uh, shampoo for your vehicle. Um, and then in bucket number two, you're going to have just clean water, no soap and another divider. And then in bucket three, like we just talked about, would be for your wheels and tires specifically. Um, now, you can get really crazy and all this, if you're taking notes, and through this advanced next level list, a lot of this stuff, like, and Zach and I are both pretty OCD, but we don't have all the stuff that's on this list even. So like deionized water. So, you know, like a Brita filter, you know, that you would use in your fridge. Well, some people have that on their, for their entire house. They have, you know, water filters or a specific line that goes out to their garage. You know, I mean, the the more minerals that and particles that you can remove out of the water that's hidden in your paint, ultimately that's going to help minimize water spots. And um, you know, so just having as pure, clean water as possible. I mean, that that's ideal, but it's you know, it's not not everyone has that, right? <laughs> so 
Um, I would say, yeah, the, the three bucket method is definitely a must. You know, if you, again, if you're doing a, a wash on a really nice vehicle, and um, I guess another thing would be like a microfiber wash mitt, something that's really a good quality, big wash mitt that's going to pull the dirt off of your paint. And and then I guess Zach, we should probably go through what that process looks like, right? Um, so first, you're gonna, you yeah. Know, well, yeah, I was gonna ask. Real, yeah, real quick, the uh, the wheel bucket mm -hmm. is that just water in there? Water and soap. Yeah, water and soap. Okay, with a divider. Yeah, and there's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of different. I mean, I think in the last couple of years, there's a lot. There's a lot of products out there now for for detailing a lot more than I know when like we first started driving, you know, it was like you would go to your auto zone and you know you pick you know, out a couple of things on the shelf whatever they had, but now it's like with the internet, you know, there's all the I mean there's, you know, Adams, you know, um, you know, there's all these different I mean Meguiar's I I've always loved Meguiar stuff. I mean, but there's so many other companies out there that are, are making products. I mean, we could do a whole nother two hour long episode on that. I mean, mm -hmm. um, but we're not going to get into recommending products <clears throat> on this episode, but yeah, you, you want to, I would say you would want a dedicated wheel and tire cleaner in that bucket. Like for example, I just purchased uh PNS uh, brake buster. So that's what I've been using for specifically for wheels and tires. Now, obviously not on the paint of the car, but mm -hmm. for wheels and tires. Yeah. 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 No. All right. Yeah. That's good that you cleared that up. Uh, and it makes a lot of sense because there are def def definitely different uh, material and chemical makeup of certain products for your wheels versus your paint. And we touched on obviously uh, in the basic method of car washing is using a, your hose and keeping it lubricated and whatever and all that. Now, I think in the ideal next level type of washing, it would be ideal. It would be great if you had a power washer instead of just using your hose. Is that right? Yeah. Pressure washer. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you could go, uh, I mean, I, I guess you could use a gas uh, pressure washer, but Ideally, in most to wash your car, you really don't need that. You, you you could use an electric one. Now they sell Sun Joes uh, on Amazon. I'm sure they're probably like under 200 bucks, but they're probably not going to last long. You're, you're probably going to, you know, and the flow coming out of them probably sucks. <laughs> so, I mean, you could do that again. It's it's better than just using a hose, but you can spend upwards of to $1,500 on a really good, you know, Krenzla pressure washer. Um, but again, it, it, you know, how often, how often are you cleaning your car? How many cars are you cleaning? How much do you enjoy detailing? You know, this is all things to take into the mix. If you're going to this next level, what level of that do you really want to do it at? If you want to go full blown and you want to, you know, you, you're trying to, make sure that you're one of those people at the car show that your car never sees, you know, rain. And then maybe this is, maybe you're going to do, you're going to go buy a Krenzler pressure, pressure washer for 1500 bucks. But yeah, I mean, that would be ideal. And then 
you would you would want to use that to wash out your your uh, microfiber mitt after you, you touch each panel. So I guess let's co let's cover that a little bit real quick. So you would, I, I guess let's start at the at the beginning. So you obviously you would do your wheels and tires, right? And then next, now you see a lot of guys on YouTube that they foam their car, right? Now I personally think if your car is really dirty, you should just act just like you said earlier, hose it off first, you know, right? Get that heavy dirt off. And then, then you can use a foam cannon that would attach to your pressure washer to get a layer of soap onto the paint without you touching it. Then you can use your microfiber wash mitt. You would put that into bucket number one with your shampoo and you would go over a panel. Then you would blow or you would hose that off with your pressure washer to get any of that heavy dirt, remove that out of your mitt, dunk that into bucket two, right? Where it's just clean water to get any of the remaining dirt off, wring it out, and then you would go back into bucket number one and then back onto your next panel. So again, this is a, that's this is not like it's not going to be a 5 minute wash job, right? I mean, we know Zach a detail on a, a car fully can take you a day. Absolutely. Um I guess let's let's talk about drying it a little bit, right? So on we talked about using a microfiber towel to dry it even with the basic method of washing your vehicle but what are some other good mm -hmm. ways to remove the water after you hosed off your vehicle yeah there there are several companies and you could probably even use your uh your leaf blower if you wanted to that do um like a, an air dryer type of uh a blower machine that basically just you don't, you don't even touch your your vehicle while you're drying it which the benefits of that are it removes the possibility of you scratching it from drying it. And, you know, it might mean you don't have, you don't have to constantly lubricate or, you know, put water on your vehicle. So that way it doesn't have any dry spots, for example, because now instead you have this machine that just dries it, it air dries it for you. So it definitely take it. The biggest benefit is obviously that it, it eliminates the opportunity for you to scratch your vehicle while you dry it. So it's, uh, the, the, the less that you could touch your vehicle while you're washing it, the better, because there's, it eliminates the rest of scratches. And that's yeah. what that does. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, you, you might need to go over and you might, cause you might have some little trails of water, right. Where you're blowing the, the, mm -hmm. uh, the water off the vehicle. And that's where you would use a microfiber towel. Again, like we said earlier, you want to wet it first. And then you would want to use some type of drying aid, either like Meguiar Shine As You Dry or Ammo Hydrate and spray that onto either, you know, follow the instructions on the bottle, either onto the panel of the car or onto your microfiber towel and go over that very lightly. Now, you're not taking a lot of water off, so you can just easily go over that very lightly and go onto the next panel. And, that, you know, that, that drying aid should have any that you leave behind on the paint one it's going to serve as a lubricant so you're not going to scratch your paint and then two it should evaporate and then you know help also add a little bit of a pop to your your clear coat um but yeah i mean i think that's that that kind of covers it right yeah i would say so i think we did a 
you know, we, we touched on your basic, like if you don't have the access to some of these other kind of next level type of tools, uh, there's the, some good um, examples of your, your basic car wash that's safe for your paint and also will provide a good finish. And we also went through the next level where, hey, if you want to get really into it and it's your passion, you love to do it, here's what we recommend. And, uh, you know, I will say we did not mention anything about driving through any car washes here, people. So the amount of times where I'm, if I, you know, if I'm talking to someone and they say, oh, yeah, I went to the car wash. And they'll say, oh, did you go through a drive through And they're like, yeah, super convenient. It took me like three minutes. I'm like, yeah, well, you get what you pay for. And, uh, you know, you're in length of time. And that's the ultimate scratch machine. So if you're listening and if you're thinking to yourself, wow, well, I did that before. Well, shame on you. Don't ever do it again. Yeah, and a quick story, Zach, I told you this. I brought my one vehicle through. I thought it was one of those touchless washes. Ooh. And it, like that's what the sign said. And I went in and it had the big rollers and I was trapped. And I had to do a full paint correction after. Ooh. And that is a true story. And I will never, ever, ever, ever go back to one of those places again yeah. because I got tricked. And yeah. um, I, I felt like I should have got my quarters back. And yeah, right. <laughs> and that brings up a, a good point too. We might want to touch on before kind of closing off the episode is that's a, you, that's a black vehicle, right? That you did that. Oh yeah, yeah. And that that's a great point, Zach. Yeah, that that can vary. That can the color of your car can vary, right? Mm-hmm. Like on how you want to wash your car. Yeah. If you have like a, a black vehicle or a darker, deeper paint, like we talked about, if it's a, you know, if it's your just a regular paint or if it's like a high dollar paint job, even if, it, if it's just a black paint job that has any gloss in it, I would definitely recommend the next level, like not as touchy feely of a car wash routine than the basic one. Because like I said, the more you touch it, the more there are lightning for scratches. And with a black vehicle or a dark vehicle, you're going to see them a lot more than you would say a tan silver or a white vehicle yes and i tell people all the time don't black don't buy a black vehicle they look great when they're clean but they, awesome. but they unless you're putting the car in a museum don't buy a black vehicle but unless you unless you really love detail <laughs> but you know yeah this kind of covered your your basic car wash and your next level car wash um, if you guys have any tips leave them um on our facebook instagram your YouTube account. Love to hear your input as well. And stay tuned for more detail on episodes. We're going to talk um, specifically on, uh, we're going to have an episode on coatings. So waxes, sealants, uh, ceramic coatings, all that stuff. I mean, cause that's a totally different topic and maintaining your paint and then even how to clean the interior of your vehicle. Again, totally different products that you're going to be using. Um, but yeah, we hope everyone you know, got something out of this episode and enjoyed it. Like I said, let us know your tips um, and, you know, feel free to share this episode. We appreciate everyone listening. You can find us online, like I said, at on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, at Motor and Millennials. Make sure to check out our apparel store at motorandmillennials.com and we'll catch you on the next episode. And as always, keep on motoring. Hit it.